What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Gift of Emmanuel. Uh, I'm just, oh, I'm pr hoping and praying that everybody's good and praying that uh, y'all minds are at ease, that I peace, that I joy. And if something is going wrong in your life, uh, just know that God gonna work it out if you just trust in Him. But today, I really want to talk about how we get to go to heaven, why we get to go to heaven. And of course, we know that's because of Jesus, but I just want to break it down on a on a like a deeper level, because in Matthew chapter five verse twenty it says, it says that for I say unto you that unless your righteousness is more than the than other scribes and other Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So right then and there we see that we need we need righteousness to enter into heaven. We need to be righteous. So we need Jesus for everything, including right living. Which in the Bible they call righteousness But we know that our righteousness is as filthy rags That's what uh, Isaiah 64 verse 6 says But let's really break it down in detail why we need Jesus A lot of times we try so hard to be righteous by ourselves, But this is what God's word says about that This is God speaking He said I have, I have spread my hands out all the day long To a rebellious and stubborn people Who walk in a way that is not good after their own thoughts and intentions. They following their own thoughts and intentions. And right then and there we see like, okay, us following our own thoughts, our own intent, is not gonna get us nowhere. He said that's the wrong he said he said to a rebellious and stubborn people who walk in a way that is not good. So the way is not good, then he says in their own thoughts and own intentions. So our own thoughts, our own intentions aren't good. So we can't follow those. We can't follow those. And uh in Proverbs uh, 14 chapter 12 I mean verse 12 It says There is a way which seems right to a man And appears straight before him But its end is the way of death So a lot of things we do We do these things thinking they're going to help us they, They're going to better us We chase this, we chase that We try to clean stuff up On our own But like Isaiah 64 says Our righteousness is as filthy rags With like Try would you try to clean a dirty like a dirty table with a, a rag that's already dirty? It it just two wrongs don't make a right. So us trying to clean up our own lives, us trying to, you know, be the righteousness in our own lives won't work. It only works when we follow Jesus. And I'm gonna show you how, but I got I got an example of uh of how us trying to be righteous and uh amongst ourselves, it don't work because you ever had a kid come up to you or, or have you ever been a kid and you went up to your mother and was like, can I help you cook? Can I help you do this? But you're just a kid. So she say something like, uh, you know, you're just going to get in my way or you're going you gonna to make it take longer, you know? And that's that's what we do sometimes. We get in God's way. I remember a time when my sister was, uh, she was making us food and we this all we had to eat. This all we had left to eat. Like I was about seven or something like that. And... We, were, we was hungry. We was waiting for the food. She was cooking it the whole time. And after she was done cooking it, I was like, can I, can I help bring it off the stove? And her being a good sister, she let me bring it off the stove. She probably shouldn't have, but she let me bring it off the stove. And I dropped all the food. It was only a little bit left. And it's like, she, I know she was so angry. She didn't, she didn't really yell at me or nothing, but that's how it is when we try to be righteous within ourselves. We try to do... The righteousness for God We try to do Jesus' job We can't do it Jesus is righteous He is our salvation So we can't save ourselves We can't do anything for ourselves 
uh, Galatians chapter 2 verse 16 says that um, we're not justified by the works of the law we're justified, we're justified by faith in Jesus Christ so it's not our works that can get us to do any of these things our works uh, our works they, they don't they don't the only time that our works is really working is when we're doing it because we got faith in Jesus so if you're down to your last $20 and Jesus say get that to that man right there that's good works right there you give him that $20 not because you had it in your head but you trust in Jesus you trust in the voice of God and, you, and he said give it so you gave and that that's what that's what that's what faith without works is dead coming but that's that's for another time um you know what's crazy is it just that uh God you know from the beginning of time God knew how he was going to redeem his people God knew how he was going to bring us back to him and he did it all through himself like nothing we did nothing that we did like saved us nothing that we did brought about Jesus coming down in the flesh nothing that we did besides being evil people crucified Jesus uh so like it's literally nothing that we did and God he he prophesied about this before it happened cuz in Isaiah 51 he uh verse 9 he said my righteousness shall be forever and my salvation from generation to generation the righteousness that he is talking about is Jesus Jesus is righteous Jesus is righteous so he's saying that Jesus he 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 will last forever he will never die and the salvation that he's bringing, it, it will be from generation to generation for whoever will accept him. So that's the only way that we can be saved, by accepting Jesus into our lives. Because when we accept when we accept Jesus, when we say, all right, we confess with our mouth and say that Jesus is God, the Son of God, died, uh, rose on the third day, you know, paid, paid the price for our sins. When we say those things, then... He, get, he lives in us. His, his spirit comes down to live in us. So once his spirit comes down to live in us, he starts to change us from the, from the inside out. Uh, I think it, Philippians 1 verse 11 says, Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, unto the glory and praise of God. They are by Jesus. So like the byproduct of him living in us, is that we start to change. We start to look more like him. We start to look more and more like him. We start to look more and more like him. Philippians 3 uh, verse 9 says, And be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Our righteousness is by faith. And, and uh, it even talks about this in Hebrews and uh, Galatians. It talks about this in a couple places, but it talks about this in Genesis and the story of Abraham. When Abraham believed in God, when Abraham believed, when God said, uh, I'm going to give you a son. He said, I'm going to give you a son. And Abraham believed, and God counted that as righteousness. God counted his belief as righteousness. He didn't say, oh, yeah, I remember you lied to that king. You're, you're not righteous. You're dirty. You're unclean. I can't be around. He didn't say that. He said, you believed in me. I count that as righteousness. So how well are we believing God? If we believe God, our lives got to show it. In some way, shape, or form, our lives have to show. We have to believe God for what we know He can do. It, at times, it get hard, it get rocky, it get shaky. Things start to look like 
I don't know what to do. I am lost. I am literally out here lost. I don't know where to go. But when you trust in God, when you wake up every day and say, Lord, I trust you. I trust you. I'm going to go work the same job. I'm going to go work the same job. I trust you. I'm going I'm to I'm start this business. I'm going to sit at home. I'm not I'm not going to worry about how I could be making this this million here, this 100000 there. I'm not going to be thinking about that because I'm going to be thinking about you and how I know that you are a good God and that your plan and your will is what's best. Because if mm, I, a, a great a great example in the scripture just came to me. We want things to happen our way. So when Jesus was telling Peter, yeah, I'm going to have to be crucified. They're going to they're going to you know crucify me on the cross. They're going to kill me. They're going to do all this terrible stuff to him, to me. And Peter took him away and he rebuked him. He like he like Jesus, Lord, like master, that, that, don't say that. Like that's not happening. This that, and the third. And Jesus said, uh get behind me. Say, get thee behind me, Satan. For you you uh you worry about the things of man and not the things of God. So, if Peter would have got what he wanted, and Jesus would have, you know, kept living, kept living, kept living, never would have been crucified on the cross, we would be damned to hell. We would have hell for our future. Nothing else, nothing more but hell. But Jesus, God, with the perfect will in mind, he had it since the beginning of time, with the perfect will in mind, he knew that this sacrifice, this, this picking up his cross, this dying to his desires because he asked God to take this cup away from him. He knew that doing this would bring about a greater glory, would bring about something better. He had the, the he had the perfect will in mind and sometimes we don't. We just want what's right there then and now. So we chase after things and we and we try to, you know, we try to we try to place bits and pieces of God in it instead of letting God lead us. Like we we try to go ahead of God and just be like, hey, God, come here, look. Go ahead and again, come here, look. But instead, we should just hold God's hand as he's holding ours and say, where do you want me to go? Where are you leading me? Like, even in a valley, just say, I trust you. I know it don't look like there's no water, no food here. I don't got enough money. I can't pay my bills, but I trust you. I trust, I'm alive. I still can thank you. I trust you. And that's literally what... Where, where all our salvation comes from Where all our righteousness comes from Where all our true good works come from Because there have been times I did the right thing But I did it with the wrong heart And I didn't really want to do it So it, it That don't really count as good works to me Because I didn't want to do it I just did it maybe for the eye service The people that was looking around me And it's crazy because in Romans 10 Verse 10 it says For with the heart man believeth Unto righteousness So when we believe we gain righteousness, which is Jesus. Jesus is righteousness. He is He is the image of the invisible God. So God is invisible. God is a spirit. He is invisible. But Jesus came down as his perfect image in 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 power and love and compassion and mercy and anger. We see all these things. We see all of his characteristics through Jesus. Because Jesus because God came down in the flesh. So he is he is righteous. He is all these things because he is God. So <clears throat> he is the visible image of God. Of the uh, I mean, he is the he is the visible image of the invisible God. My bad. But Romans ten ten for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth the confession is made unto salvation. So when we believe in God, when we feel that when you first felt that 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 heart pull from God, 
and you believe that, yes, I, I can be saved. Like, yes, I don't want to live this way no more. Yes, I believe in him. I want him to change my life. That's when the righteousness start to come in. That's when, that's when you start to okay. Let me help my mother. Let me let me be a better big brother. Let me let me let me do the things that I uh, let me let me do the things that I see can be changed to make me a better person to to help the people around me. That's when the righteousness come in. When you confess it with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. You're saved. You're saved. Your soul. Your your spirit has been made one with the spirit of God. Like you are saved. And I just want to go back to I want to go back to Matthew chapter five real quick because it's really I I love this verse and I just when I was reading and trying to build up this word it just you know it opened my eyes to a different perspective opened my eyes to a different perspective so I want to share it with you. So, I'm going to just read from verse 13. Matthew chapter 5, verse 13. I'm reading the Amplified. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste or purpose, how can it be made salty? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and walked on by people. You are the light. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence, and glorify your Father who is uh, in heaven. So, verse sixteen: Let your light so shine among men. Let your light shine in a way that people may see your good deeds and your moral excellence. But it's not our light; it's a light that has been given to us that we can share in, because. Everything, everything that God had, He gave it to Jesus, and everything that Jesus, well, everything that God has, He gave it to Jesus because that's His Son, and everything that Jesus has, He gave it to us. So, He gave us His light, He gave us His good deeds, He gave us His moral excellence. So it's not our light that's shining really, but it's us letting Jesus shine through us. It's us letting, letting God be known through us. Like somebody is attacking me. Uh, I was I, I'm I'm at work or something. Somebody just you know fussing at me. They they just they joking about me or something, and I don't react in a way that the world reacts. I I react like Jesus would react. That's allowing your light to shine among men, so they may see a good deeds. I'm like, okay, that's a good person. That's a person who, you know, who's righteous. But it's not my righteousness. It's the righteousness that Jesus is living in me, and it's just it's just it's shining out of me because when you uh, when you when you allow yourself. To let Jesus run your life, when you allow yourself to 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 just die to your flesh, it just becomes Jesus. It becomes the Holy Spirit moving. It's it's not like you'll be like you you have the willingness to just say no, yes, but it's not it's not you. It's God, and and that makes it even more better because you know that if you're doing something, it's gonna it's gonna work out because it's God who's doing it. God ain't never failed. He ain't never lose. So if he's doing things through you, how could you ever lose? How could you ever fail? How could you not grow? Because it's God. It's God doing it. It's Jesus doing it. It's the Holy Spirit moving through you. It's, it's literally not about our works. That's why it's so important that we die to our flesh. Jesus said, take up your cross. We, we got to take up our cross because when we take up our cross, we allow the ways of the flesh to die so that the, uh, 
that the, the the ways of the spirit can can just shine. Let our light so shine among men. That's why uh, Galatians chapter five verse sixteen or seventeen, one or two, it says, uh, "Walk in the spirit, as not to fulfill as not to fulfill the desires of the flesh." When we walk in the spirit, when we walk in the things uh, of the heavenly realm, when we walk in the things of 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 God. We won't walk in the things of man. The same things won't pull our eyes. It won't pull our ears. The same things won't grab our attention because we are like we are letting God move through us. Matter of fact, it's a perfect verse that Paul said. Um, gotta find it. I think it's in Corinthians, and he talks about how it's not him. But it's Christ living in him. He he's dead. He said he's dead. He but but he's alive because of Christ. He said, but not me, but Christ is living through me. Alright, here it goes. It said Galatians chapter two, verse twenty. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith. Remember, your faith counts as righteousness. I now live in the body, uh, I now live in the body, I live by faith, in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. So, when we see that it's not our righteousness, it's not nothing good that we can do, it's not, it's not nothing that we can do better than God, it just, it makes it easier to live a righteous life. And I think, when we don't understand this, when we don't think about this, we get that loser's mentality where, because, because I've been in it because um, I would be like, how am I not going to do this thing? How am I not going to mess up here? How am I going to keep doing the right thing here? But when I really look and I say, it's not me doing these things, it's God working through me, then I can just relax. I can just sit back and allow God to work. I can allow God to move as he pleases because when it's God moving, like I keep saying, what can fail? What? Who can he lose to? Who can God lose to? Nobody. He is the victor. He has won. The battle was already won. But it's if we accept the victory, if we walk in the victory. I like a lot of times I find myself asking God for stuff that He's already given me, but He's already given it to me. So why not just walk in peace? Why not just walk in the fact that I know everything is handled. Every situation is good. I am good. I am where I need to be. I am where I need to be, and if I'm not, God going to get me to where I need to be. But a lot of us have to lose a mentality sometimes because we think it's by our works. We think that if we ain't, we ain't prayed, we ain't prayed that day, so it's over for us. Like, uh, uh, that, that's why this bad thing happened to us because we ain't prayed this day or, or, or I didn't read my Bible enough, so, so God is, is uh, punishing me. This and that. Like, we had that loser's mentality where we think that the enemy you know that the enemy can beat us the enemy can't beat us the enemy cannot win against us when we know and believe that God is the victor that God has already won our battles for us we cannot lose when we when we're grounded in the in the in the in the firm foundation that he is he said his faithfulness is a shield unto us so just imagine it God has been faithful to me all my life even when I, I was, like, you know, scared to talk to him, scared to do things. Like, even when I was rebellious, God was faithful to me. He was faithful. It said, in the Bible, it say, 
even when we are when we are unfaithful, God will be faithful to us because he cannot change who he is. He is the same today, tomorrow, and yesterday. He will never change for nobody. He chooses his self. He chooses his own character all the time because he won't change his character for nobody. Uh, in the story of Jonah, Jonah was supposed to go and save these people. He was supposed to, uh, supposed to go preach to them so they could repent. But he didn't want to because he knew that God was merciful and he knew that God would save him. But he knew that these people was, you know, evil and they was they wasn't like the Israelites. He knew that these people really were evil, but he knew that God would save him. God doesn't change his character. When he when he when Jonah spoke to the people, they repented right away. They repented. They was not playing no games. And Jonah was upset about that. But God don't change his character for nobody. He don't change his character for nobody. So he's faithful to you. He's faithful to you. That don't mean, like, even when you're unfaithful, yes, but that don't mean try to be unfaithful. But I'm saying that when we really trust in the fact that God has got it all planned out, he's got it all worked out, all we got to do is walk. All we got to do is take steps every day. All we got to do is listen and obey. It gets simpler and simpler and simpler and easier and easier and easier when you look at it like that. Like, okay, it's not me. Like, yeah, I can work hard in some areas, but, you know, it's not a thing where, you know, the harder I work, I, I, I grinded, I did this, I did this on my own type of time, and you know, because you didn't. God is the one who ultimately makes things grow. You can't do it. You can try for a thousand years to make something happen that, you know, that, 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 that didn't seem plausible, but if God don't want that thing to happen, it won't happen. But if he does, it's going to grow the first month because God is sovereign. He can do all that he wants. Like, when we really start to believe, I know I keep saying it, but when we really start to believe this, that verse, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purposes, it really hits deeper because all things really do work together for us. Because those failures, they really teach us a lot. They really teach us how to not, not to go back to that valley, how not to go back to, you know, what had us bound, to not be a dog that returns to its vomit. All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. So let, let his righteousness shine through you. When you wake up, just tell God to have his way. Tell God to have his way. Tell God to to just work through you. Because when he works through you, that's when your life is 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 the most that's when you are most alive. Because it's not it's not <laughs> no longer you that lives. It's Christ that lives in you. So we gotta get to that point. Where we just trusting in God uh, For our character to change For our peace to grow For for situations to seem clearer Because they don't always seem clear And that's why the enemy You know That's why the enemy gets us sometimes Because they know our character better than we do We we are fickle Human beings are fickle We change like the weather We change like, like people change clothes We change so often So one moment we could be the happiest, happiest, happiest person but then we get one thought in our head, and now we depressed. We depressed. Everything changed because we not trusting God. We we not grounded in who God is. So we gotta constantly be grounded in who He is, and let His let His righteousness shine through you. Let your light so shine among men that they see your good deeds, and they glorify God. I thank y'all for tuning in today. Uh, I pray this message really hit you deep. I pray that you understand it and you take it. And you use it to to not only change your life, but to change the other people's 
around you like because when your light shine it's going it's going to be a, a domino effect everybody else going to start being affected by it so let your light shine let your light shine today